UFC 231 post-fight thoughts. Dun, dun, dun. Hey guys, Fight Junkie here. As usual, before we jump into this next episode, I want to remind you guys, you can hit me up on Twitter at FightJunkie.com, listen to me on Anchor.fm, and of course, subscribe to the YouTube channel, YouTube.com slash FightJunkie2006. So UFC 231 just finished. We did some pre-fight podcasts, uh, predictions about two of those fights. We did the main event and the co-main event. So we'll touch on that really quickly. Um, in the co-main event, the Valentina-Yoana fight. Well, Valentina dominated like we thought. I mean, I gave her all five rounds. The judges, I believe, gave her four to one round. I don't even think Yoana won a round. But I got to say, I really wasn't impressed. Now, granted, I did pick her to stop her, but I just thought that she would dominate more. Now, I know a lot of people might be saying, what do you mean? She won four, or even in my own opinion, five rounds. She did, but she never looked like she really put her foot on the gas. It almost looked like a sparring session to me, the entire fight. From the get-go, you could see she was kind of just laying back. And even when she did get her on the ground, which she did a, a multiple times, there was no intensity there. We've seen more from Valentina in the past. I don't know if it was a weight cut coming down from 35 to 25, if it was the big moment of finally going for the title that many people expected her to win. I don't want to take a lot of credit away from what she did because, in my opinion, she clearly won the fight. But I really expected her to do a lot more in the areas where she clearly was winning. I expected her to clearly dominate. So she did do everything we thought she would do. She checked all the boxes that we talked about. She was better in every single area than Joanna was. And we talked about that. And if you guys are listening to this on YouTube, click the icon in the upper right corner and it will take you to our pre-fight podcast. But we talked about all of this and it went that way, except for I didn't see that killer instinct in her that I thought I would. I thought she'd be able to get her down on the ground. She did. I thought when she got her on the ground, there was actually going to be something going on. And there really wasn't. Now, granted, Joanna got up pretty quickly, but there were times there where she held her down, had a nice, good side control position or something, and she would throw some punches here and there. But just overall, I really wasn't into the fight. I really didn't get excited about it as I was watching it. You could see who the class was. You could see how the rounds were going. And Joe was smoking way too much stuff during the broadcast, talking about how Valentina was tired. And and I think they do that stuff just to try to act like it's more competitive than what it was. It really wasn't. Uh, she clearly won. But again, there was just something missing. I'm not going to write her off and say, you know, this is this is her new style, that she's always going to fight this way. But we did mention that she can do that, that Holly Holm type of style sometimes where she does just enough. You know, you're lacking that killer instinct. And I didn't expect that to happen tonight. She was clearly the better fighter. So I'm kind of disappointed in the way that she did it. But again, if you bet Valentina, you got her straight at whatever number or had her by decision. Obviously, you're happy. The fight wasn't close. Again, I had it 5-0. 4-1 to me is even really a stretch. But I guess if you want to give her a mercy round, you could give her a mercy round. 
But overall, it was clear who the better fighter was. I think Joanna needs to go back down to 115. She didn't necessarily look bad. It's just, again, she was facing a better fighter that was better in every single area. But I think she has some unfinished uh, business with Rose down at 115. If Rose is ever going to fight again, I have no idea what's going on with that. Um, as far as the main event goes, well, Max proved me wrong. He proved a lot of people wrong. He proved that his brain was working tonight. I mean, what more can you say? The guy looked really good in there. Even though there were times where Ortega, who again is not considered a striker, was able to buzz him. I won't say stun him, but buzz him, get his attention. But Max showed that he could take it. And a lot of, you know, a lot of people weren't sure going in what was going on with his mind. If you know, the situations, what kept him out, and if he was truly healthy, he said he was. He made the weight easy. He looked good during the fight. I wasn't just looking at how he was throwing his punches and how he was landing on Ortega. You know, we, we figured going in, if he was right, he had a big advantage in striking. That's what. That's not what I was looking at. None, none of that surprised me. What I was looking at was how well he took the punches. And of course, there were times where he got stunned, but he was getting hit hard and clean. His legs didn't go out. He didn't do some crazy wobble. His stamina was there. All his faculties looked to be in order. So overall, as far as the health goes of Max, I'm really happy because I was really worried about him over the last year and what was going on. And it looked tonight like everything was right. I don't know if we're ever going to find out what truly was going on with him. And that's okay as long as we don't ever see it again. And nothing ever happens inside the octagon. So as far as how the fight played off, well, Max was right. His brain was okay. His punches were in order. His stamina was there. His skill set was there. He was able to absorb what he needed to absorb. He answered the questions, in my opinion, that I had about him. And he was able to outstrike Ortega, who isn't the better striker. Granted, Ortega showed us a lot. He showed he has a great chin and a ton of heart. The kid really went in there and gave it all he had being behind the eight ball and the striking. Like he went four rounds with Max. The doctor technically stopped the fight because his eye was falling off. I'm sure he would have came out for the fifth round if they let him and would have went out on a shield. So he has big areas he needs to improve on. And I know a lot of people will say striking, but for me, that's not even the case. Of course, you want to improve your striking, but he's a jiu-jitsu guy that can't get it to the floor. And that's what you see a lot of times with straight jiu-jitsu players. It's always mind-boggling to me that you're a great submission artist, but you have no wrestling takedowns. This kid needs to go to a wrestling gym. Forget about the jiu-jitsu stuff. He knows how to do that. You need to work day and night on wrestling takedowns to be able to take people down and get them in a pos uh, position to be able to use your awesome jujitsu. You saw it tonight. He didn't come close to getting a takedown on Max. Now, granted, Max has good takedown defense, but you could see he had those regular jujitsu takedowns, and they're nasty. There's nothing great about them. Go to any jujitsu school anywhere in America, and you're going to see these guys shooting the exact same takedowns that Ortega was. They're not good. They're not good enough in MMA when you're facing elite strikers or wrestlers. So he's going to have a trouble anytime he meets somebody who can stuff that weak-ass takedown. Because if they can outstrike him, obviously he's in trouble. You saw tonight he has adequate striking. 
Again, we spoke about the Frankie Edgar fight in our pre-fight po- podcast, how he, he was able to do enough and knock out Frankie. You know, he, his striking is adequate, and I think he showed that tonight. He fought a pure striking match, basically, for the entire night. Went four rounds. He got lit up on the feet a lot, but he was there. He's got heart. He's got a chin, and he was able to land some of his own punches, and he landed them hard, and he landed them clean. So... He's got tools he can use in striking. But for me, being that he's so good in jiu-jitsu, you want to have a wrestling coach that can teach you how to ragdoll these guys down to get them in your wheelhouse and submit them. And I think that's a big problem with a lot of jiu-jitsu guys. We saw that early on in the UFC, and it's crazy to me. In 2018, you still see that. And I think it's a lot because of the comfort zone. These jiu-jitsu guys don't like being out of their comfort zone, having to go somewhere where they can be ragdolled, and these guys are stuffing them left and right. It seems to me like Brian wouldn't be that type of person because he doesn't seem to have this huge ego about, you know, I'm the best in all this, and I want to be the big fish in the little pond. So hopefully that gets corrected, but he definitely, definitely has to add in real wrestling. I'm not talking jujitsu wrestling. I'm not talking wrestling class at your jujitsu class. I'm talking about real wrestlers like Cormier, people who can really teach you wrestling, real wrestling kids and coaches that wrestle every single day. I don't care if it's high school, college, Olympic. He needs real wrestling to complement his jujitsu. And if he doesn't do that, he's going to go down the same path a lot of other good jiu-jitsu guys like Damian Maya went. And I would say Maya has better takedowns than even Ortega does. And I don't consider Maya's takedowns all that great. And you see what happens when he can't get a takedown. You need real wrestling. Real wrestling to get them down or get them in a position long enough that you're able to wrap something up with your jiu-jitsu and then you can control them with your jiu-jitsu. It's not like you need to go to the Olympics, but you got to have the ability to take these people down. You saw what happened as soon as he got behind the eight ball with the striking with Max and he started shooting those shitty takedowns, He the best he could do was pushing him up against the fence. There were times where he's even trying brute strength to lift Max up and throw him down, and he couldn't do it. So that, that was definitely a big, big hole that I saw in his game that we didn't really see too much before. We saw him striking before. We saw him losing rounds before. But we, didn't, we never saw it all put together like we saw tonight where He was getting lit up on the feet. He's losing rounds, and he's not able to secure takedowns, so his jiu-jitsu doesn't even come into play. And I think that's doing a disservice to his MMA career because basically you're nullifying your best skill. I don't think anybody thought he was a better striker than Max. Even I didn't going in. I said, the only thing that's causing me issues is if Max gets hit and crumbled, right? Because we weren't going in. We weren't sure what was going on with his mind. But when that didn't happen, then obviously you're behind the eight ball here and you've got to do something. Well, he didn't have anything to do because he doesn't have the wrestling chops to be able to get anybody down. And even if it's not Max, forget about Max. If he's got elite level takedown, elite level striking, many people say the best at 145. Even if it's somebody else, if if you get behind the eight ball and the striking and they're out striking you, even if they're not lighting you up. If you're just losing rounds in a three-round fight, you can't allow that to happen. So you've got to switch it up. 
well, how's he got to switch it up? He's got to get it to the ground. If you can't get it to the ground, then that's that's an issue. So I, I'm interested now, really, how that fight with Frankie would have played out if they would have went a few more rounds. You know, if Frankie wouldn't have got caught there because I have real concerns about Ortega being able to take it to the ground. As far as Max goes, I know Dana was saying like he wants him to move him up to 155. Hey, I say if Max is healthy, if he can make 45 like he did uh, tonight, yesterday, then keep him at 45 and let him just keep knocking people down. I mean, I know he wants to be great and he said he has no problem going to 55, but the guy's only had one fight back since his year layoff and all those issues that was going on. I think he needs to stay at 45 for a couple more fights. And then if they can build some super fight or whatever they got going, there's a lot of uncertainty there with Khabib and Dustin Poirier. And we got sometimes, I guess, Nate Diaz talking about being in the picture. And you got Khabib and Connor. There's just a lot going on at 55 that will probably need to be sorted out over the first half of the new year. So I think Max probably could sneak in another fight at 145, kind of see how 155 plays out, who the players are, if he's going to go up for a super fight, immediate title shot, if he's going to vacate and actually move up to 55, and that's going to be his new division. So there's a lot to it. But overall... I think he really showed the critics wrong, myself included. You got to call it a spade a spade. I tell you guys, I'm as honest as honest can be. And he really did. Going in, I had a lot of questions about the kid. I really did. I, I, I was thinking that his MMA career could be over. Like, this guy could be totally shot with brain damage. And he proved tonight that is not the case. So, hopefully... That trend continues, not just because you're betting on Max or you like Max or you like his fighting style or you think he's the best ever, just for his health. Outside the octagon with his family, his kids, that type of thing, just for his health, I'm glad that he came through the fight all right. Regardless if he would have lost a decision or won a decision or stopped Ortega or any of that, it was nice to see that it looked like it was the old Max who was able to take and give and nothing looked out of the ordinary to me at all. I watched all four rounds intensely to see how he took those shots, how his legs looked, how how his movement was. Again, I don't really consider him a fast guy, so that wasn't an issue. But his speed was the same. He didn't look like anything was short-circuiting there that was going to throw off his game. And certainly, he dominated Ortega like I didn't expect him to do if he had the health issues. Obviously, without the health issues, Max was going to have a big advantage in striking. But again, that really didn't surprise me. It was more or less what surprised me most about that fight was Ortega's real lack of a plan B. You know, like even when he was in the clinch, he really didn't have anything for Max there. It was kind of more of a, I need to get a breather here. Let me rest for a second. I'm not going to be able to take this guy down, so I've got to outstrike him. And that was a tough, tough ask. But overall, I think Max looked really good. Again, I wasn't too impressed with Valentina, which sounds strange winning four or five rounds, but I expected her to do more. Hopefully in her title defenses, she does more because that's a big knock on women's MMA and even in women's boxing as well. You know, people sit there and they they assume the fights are always going to go three rounds. There are a couple other other women's fights on the car that go three rounds. So a lot of people 
uh, it's hard for them to get really excited about it, even though the women can be technical, even though they can have good striking or good ground positioning. It's just you go, oh, this is another three round fight. And that's the thing that people like about Amanda Nunez or Chris Cyborg. There's certain fighters that go in there and they can blast the other women fighters out. And that's rare. And I think Valentina has that ability a lot of the time. But tonight she definitely didn't show it. She didn't show it at all. I knew from the first minute of the first round, like it just didn't seem like she was going to go. And then when the takedown takedown started coming in, I could tell right there because she she wasn't even trying to pass. She wasn't trying to better her position. She wasn't even trying to go crazy with ground and pound. So it was going to be one of those, I can do this and get away with this, and this is the safest way to win. So I'm going to give her a bit of a pass because, again, moving down her weight and the big title that she had been looking for for a long time, a lot of people expected her to be a UFC champion for a while. Again, I thought she beat Amanda at 135 and should have been the champ. But I'm just going to chalk it up to that, doing what you got to do to win the title. But I hope this isn't a common occurrence from her because she has the tools that she can finish people and and not always go to a five-round decision in her fights because she's so much better than these girls that she's facing that she can just do a little bit more win the rounds and not take any damage or have any risk of losing. And then you get a five-round decision, five-round decision, five-round decision. So overall, I thought the main card was all right. It wasn't anything super duper as far as the co-main goes. I think the main event was pretty off the hook. Those guys were throwing down. That was a blood and guts fight. Even though Ortega was outgunned, he he stood in there with everything he had. You have to respect that, especially a young kid who's not considered a striker, who's considered a, a jiu-jitsu submission specialist, who hung with the champ for as long as he could and in a pure striking match. His face busted up, bleeding left and right. I mean, he really showed a lot. So even though I give a lot of credit to Max coming back from the health issues and looking like his old self and making weight and he was goofing around in there and he definitely controlled the fight and dominated and absorbed shots shots well. You got to give a lot of credit to Ortega for showing that heart and that chin. There were a few times where he got dropped there, went to a knee and was trying to shoot for a double leg. I mean, he was really giving it everything he had. And he had said before the fight, if I need to do that, I can. And he showed tonight that he can. So if he fixes some of those holes in his game, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing what else he can bring to the division. That's it for this episode of Fight Junkie. I will sock it to you tomorrow, baby. Fight Junkie out.